Thanks for joining us this week on the show. I know you're going to enjoy my conversation with Candy Motzek, who is a coach for coaches. This conversation is not only about the field of coaching, although of course we do dive into that and how we keep ourselves moving forward on our own journey, but we really take a little scan over some other areas of, as we like to call it, doing the work on ourselves and supporting others in their journey. So there's a lot to get from this conversation. Thanks so much for joining us today. Enjoy. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. What if you could maximize your meditation practice with a tool that maximizes your time and attention with images and affirmations carefully selected to boost your positivity, to help you integrate your intentions into your subconscious? I have a special gift available for you. Visit HappifiedLife.com and click on the Start Off Happy button to take a look at the phenomenal technology created by Positive Prime that uses neuroplasticity to literally wire your brain for more happiness, higher productivity, better relationships, and greater success. Head over to the HappifiedLife.com page to start off happy with Positive Prime. Enjoy it free for 30 days. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you with me today for our episode of Happified and my it's my pleasure to introduce you to Candy Motzek. Candy is a podcast host, author and life and business coach for coaches. She believes that coaching transforms lives. She helps coaches get unstuck and feel more confident so they can play bigger sign clients and create more meaningful success. She's a recovering corporate executive and engineer who combines practical strategy and mindset in her calming and unique approach. And Candy and I had the opportunity to meet at a podcast event recently, and so we couldn't wait to trade opportunities to have a conversation. And so in the show notes, I'll be sure to share a link when my conversation on Candy's podcast becomes available. And her show is called... Please coaches, coaches. She coaches, coaches. We keep it simple. And I got to catch a couple of short interviews this morning as I was getting ready. And it's a great conversation always and really lovely insight. So Candy, thank you for making time to join me. Oh, Susie, thank you so much for having me. And I'm really looking forward to doing this interview swap thing. It's an, it's fun and unusual and we're going to, it's going to be great. Yes, it's a treat sometimes to trade spots and to get to field some questions as opposed to be thinking ahead and where do we want this conversation to go or just seeing what naturally arises. So um, I've done other careers in my own path and I'm always fascinated to talk with people who have had a career, found success and then said, hold the presses, I'd rather follow my heart. Can you share a little bit about how that transition came up for you and um, what called you into coaching? Hmm. Yeah, so... I was under the misguided impression that the more titles I accumulated and the more money I made and the more bonuses I got that, and the more things that I collected, that I would be happier and more fulfilled. 
And so I kept on that ladder, that sort of accumulating ladder, looking everywhere, but what was the right place for happiness? And so I did all that stuff and it was fun. Like it's fun to accomplish things and it's fun to work with great people. And it was great until it wasn't. It was just like, there was this hole inside me that was just God awfully empty. And, you know, some of your listeners may have experienced this too, that, you know, Sunday would be a day of, I'd be depressed because I'm like, oh my God, I got to go back and do that again on Monday. And that's just not a way to live. So that's really, you know, sort of the feeling behind why I made the change. Yeah, I can definitely relate. And I've shared my own um, kind of light bulb moment when I realized, you know, you wake up on Monday and you wish it's Friday, we're wishing away five days of the week. And that's no way to be marking time. So I can definitely respect it's not an easy. um, I mean, the recognition itself is a journey, but then choosing to take action and step into something else um, takes some soul searching, for sure. Did you create your coaching business as you were still working or did you find an opportunity? Did life serve up the chance to say this is a fresh start and here's a new direction? I started the coach training when I was already working Um, and I knew that it was that transition period. So I was really gifted with this. I could build my business and then eventually work my way out of my day job. And so that sounds great, but it's kind of a, it's a place where I found I needed to be far more patient than I thought I needed to be. And truthfully, I thought I had it all together. Like, you know, I'd marked out those milestones and this was the critical path and this was going to work. And then I left my day job and I was like, oh my God, what have I done? Like not letting go of that security net is such, you can't prepare for that. Um, But then life happened and clients arrived and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. Yeah. Marvelous. And, and it is a big shift, you know, as you were saying, we, many people um, really thrive or find fulfillment when we see reflected, we can list off this list of accomplishments. I have these certifications, I've received these recognitions and all of that external reflection. Um, and then to kind of take yourself out of that whole structure. And now it's completely self evaluated. Have I met those benchmarks that I've created for myself, those milestones and start start celebrating that progress? Was that a transition that you had to work through? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. So I think it is it's how I define accomplishment. So I used to always look to that outside stuff. And now I really ground myself in who am I at my heart? And am I living in a way that is reflective of me, the true me with my air quote fingers? Um, (laughs) And then also to realize that accomplished is an emotion and that I have so much control over the kinds of emotions that I experience. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's an inside job from deciding how you define it, but then also sort of playing with the emotions of finding things to feel accomplished about that's a whole nother level. And that has been, I would say, remarkably satisfying. Like you start to look for that 
those places where you've actually accomplished something and your brain shows you more, right? Like that's what's so much fun. You think you've done nothing and then it's all of a sudden you go, well, oh, I did this and I did that and I did that. And it's like, it kind of grows on you, right? Yes. And I love that. I, I really love that you said that accomplished is an emotion. And I think, um, cause I love to play in that space of emotions, checking into how we're feeling. And a lot of times we get really out of touch with how we feel about things. And so to expand our vocabulary and awareness and recognize this is a whole space you can play in this accomplishment. That's really self-defined, not only reflected mm. back at us. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Mm. Yeah. Lovely. And um, in your work with coaches, do you see that this is a point that a lot of them are struggling with or what kind of gremlins tend to show up with the coaches that you're supporting? I know that imposter syndrome can be a big issue for a lot of people and maybe hold them back from stepping into that business that they would love creating. Yeah, um, you know, so self-doubt and imposter syndrome and the voice of our inner critic is often the some of the biggest things that are holding us back and it's a reframing right like what we think is like and we know this like we're smart people we know that people have self-doubt but somehow our brain lies to us and says well look at her she's got it all together she's all confident she doesn't yeah right point like pointing the finger right she doesn't have any self-doubt look at how she smiles and sparkles and all that but when we remember that every person experiences that and that it's a normal human emotion, we take so much of a, kind of that tension around the it's wrong to experience that instead of saying we all experience that and it's part of the human condition, that makes a big difference. And it does hold new coaches back and it holds, I think it holds all of us back we listen to that voice more than we listen to that voice of our inner leader, the inner mentor that we have. And that is a lot of the work that I do with the coaches that I work with is this learning how to trust yourself, that nobody else can give you that answer. And that yourself wants you to hear that yourself wants to give you the answer. It's not hiding from you. You just got to allow it. Right. Mm, yeah, there's there's a lot of really juicy stuff in there, which is which is why you have so much work ahead of you. <laughs> but I think I think that's really powerful to recognize that that feeling of self-doubt isn't isn't a shortcoming per se. You said it so so beautifully that it's a natural thing that everyone finds a way to move through. It it isn't reflective of your true ability or capacity to grow and right. to shine. That's right. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, Susie, but some of the highest performers have the biggest imposter syndrome. Mm. So maybe that's a little bit of a sign that somehow we're doing it right, right? Like if you're experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome, maybe it means that you've really got a lot of stuff on the go, right? <laughs> Yeah, and, and I we wouldn't know unless they said it, because just like you said, we look at everyone else and think nothing is holding them back. They're doing the thing. Can't I be more like them? So I appreciate that authenticity and they're being willing to come forward and say, I'm working, I'm stepping through my own stuff to show up and do this. 
Yeah. Yeah, we all do. And I mean, even this morning, just before you and I got on um, Zoom today to do this recording, I was like, ooh, what am I going to talk about? Hmm. <laughs> right? And I know you and I will have a great conversation and still that voice showed up and I was like, oh, come on, <laughs> you can come along for the ride, but you're not driving the bus. So <laughs> yeah, I, I looked through your podcast page. You have a couple of episodes under your belt. How many have you created on your show now? Yeah, um, episode 89 just went live. And so, yeah, it's amazing. And I have to say, I don't, you know, podcasting is so much fun. Don't you think? Like, this yeah. is just so much fun to have conversations like this. Yeah. Yeah, it really is because I get so many light bulb moments and ahas, whether someone is saying something that's exactly what I've been thinking, but a whole new way to frame it, which is always helpful. Or someone says something that I think, I don't know about that. And then it, it's just given me an opportunity to give a whole new perspective and okay, I can see where that comes together. Right. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, love those and, light bulbs. And, you know, just from having looked at um, your podcast and listened to a couple of episodes, this idea that everything that you're doing kind of builds this library of a place where people can come for help. And like, what, how amazing is it, right, that we live in a day and time that somebody finds your podcast, they pop their earbuds in, and their life could be transformed listening to one of those conversations, just, just like that. So, you know, what a great message you've got for people. And I can just imagine the benefit that they've experienced. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that because the message is what really calls me forward when sometimes I think, you know, I did great work for other people. Maybe I should go back to work. <laughs> Why am I working so hard to figure this thing out over here? <laughs> I did such great work for other people. Yeah. <laughs> you might hear that I'm not sometimes that in, in your a, I'm not saying that, yeah, in a judgy way. I'm saying that in yeah like it's this choice to be a, an entrepreneur is a big choice and i think people don't really like it's not a smooth journey it's never going to be a smooth journey and so you know we get to decide if it's worth it and you know it sounds like it's really worth it for you so <laughs> yeah it it has been definitely a, a journey and i'm grateful for the opportunity to you know, to be on it, to have the space to explore it. And one of the things, let me know how, if this rings true for you too, is as I'm talking with people, with clients and sessions, with guests on the show, I find myself saying things. And then I think I really needed to hear that today. Yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. that kind of thing come up for you too? Yeah, very much. And look, <laughs> I think the, the phrase is sometimes we need to be our own best client, right? Yeah. But, it, but it's interesting, isn't it? Like to create a practice around stuff that we're still learning. Yeah, yes, we're a few steps further ahead than our clients, but we're still like we're still experiencing being a human and and that growth that goes along with it. I was listening to something earlier today, and it talked about coaches and people that are in the personal development field and how we are so focused on being better all the time, right? And, you know, that, and I'm, I'm sure that you experience this as well, but having that integrity to be always looking at your mind, 
deciding how you want to live your life, living in integrity, um, expanding and growing in the places that you can improve. But after a while, that, that's exhausting. Like, and we do that out of integrity to live our life in alignment and also to help our clients. But then sometimes we just need to go, okay, not today. Today is just not that day. And I, I heard that and I was like, oh, I think I need a little bit of that. Like that's, that was the, you know, the dose that I needed is you can't always be forever moving forward. We've got to look at, we have to look at time to kind of, I don't know, lay back and do nothing for a little while. And that that's actually part of the process too. That's mm. actually part of the growth because then we get a chance to really germinate the things that we've been learning. So, yes, Does that resonate with you. Do you experience that? So very much. And it's funny because that, as you finished saying, we need to give ourselves that time, that germination or incubation phase when things can come together, when we can rest and then come back with more. And it's hard to give ourselves permission to do that. Yeah. Because I, it's something that, that I share that? and I encourage people to do. It is something that has um, come up more so over these last few months, because I have to say, after an online event that I ran this fall, I really burned myself out, which was hard. And I haven't talked about it, but being a stress coach to burn myself out to that point when I'm like, I don't want to plan anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me. I don't have any plans. Um, and I went through and recognizing is different from doing, right? Learning is different from really knowing and integrating. But I had a recognition where I was, am I letting myself off the hook? Am I like underperforming? Am I under delivering? Am I not doing everything I can be doing all the time? Because we do, especially when you are your own boss and your company, you know, if you take the day off, nobody's getting anything done. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, the difference between letting myself off the hook and giving myself grace. And what I came to was, if I'm worried I'm letting myself off the hook, I think I'm in a space of giving myself grace and it's something that is going to benefit me. So I'm going to take this time, this pause, this opportunity, or create some time, which can be difficult, block some time out and say, I just get to check out for the day. I'm working through The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron and trying to create cool. more space for that kind of play and creativity. That's something that I feel is really important right now to cultivate. Yeah. I'm just thinking about what you're saying about this, you know, like basically we are, we are our company. Yes, I have some help, but you know, if I'm not coaching, it's not happening. And it's a, it's a two-edged sword, right? Like I love that because I can just be quick and responsive. I know right away if what I'm doing is making an impact but then somehow you got to build in enough of that cushion that you don't burn yourself out. And it's in the other thing that you said about, you know, you put on this event, which I bet was amazing and fun and you like all the stuff. Right. But then to go, Oh, now I'm exhausted. Now I'm feeling burned out. Right. Like, how do you balance that? I'm still like, mm -hmm. I heard what you said about knowing between letting yourself off the hook and grace, but there's a place that I wonder more about like this deeper place about how we define work and how we define our business. And 
like, do we actually create a business that's like um, kind of a replica of a slightly easier full-time job? Or do we create a business that can sustain itself on three days a week? Yes. Yeah, that's important to keep track of. Do you, so as you're working um, with, with clients and, and your own personal experience, you know, is that something that you keep coming back to? reminding yourself kind of <laughs> I wished I could job. say that I was super wise and that I had this all worked out but I struggle with this right like no like you know part of my thing is that I'm a type a person right and I I heard I've heard it said I'm a hidden type a so I look mm -hmm. very relaxed and calm on the outside and on the inside I'm like no go 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 come on let's get this done right <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a work in progress. That's all I'll say. At least I've started to recognize it. Let's, like that's that's my big win. Oh wow, that is a celebration, right? That yeah. awareness. Oh. I was having a conversation with someone this morning about emotions again, and you know when you're in conversation with someone, when you're ha when you're arguing, let's just call it what it is. Do you catch <laughs> yourself? Do you shift your emotion? Do you always shift out of it? And I'm like. I'm getting better at being aware of it. And there are still situations and relationships where I switch right back over, right? So it is a journey. We do keep coming back to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I There was um, something that I read and I can't remember who wrote it. Um, and so otherwise I would give them credit, but it said something about that our clients are not looking for us to be like, the expert, the know-all be-all, they are looking for a guide and a contributor, you know? So when you get into that place where you're the expert, and for example, when you have heated discussions with people, if you were to perfectly notice what was going on and perfectly deal with that, then you're not, like that doesn't actually help you, the other people in your life and your clients because you're too far down the path, right? They want somebody who's a contributor, somebody who's going to say, yeah, I did that last Wednesday. I get it. Right. <laughs> so that, that always you know, kind of helps to comfort me when I'm like, oh my God, still a mess. <laughs> still a mess. Right. I think that's really powerful and helpful for anybody, you know, who is starting out in a new path or afraid, you know, I've got to do more. I've got to learn more. I'm not ready yet. I've got to wait till yes. I'm ready. Yes. Right. The reward right. of not being at that finish line and then looking back to the beginning saying, I can help you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and we don't actually know when we're at the finish line. Not if we're doing the work. Right. The finish line keeps moving. It's like the proverbial carrot on the donkey, on the horse's nose or the donkey's nose or whatever. Right. Like it's forever yeah. moving. Right. Yeah. So I, I do, I take a lot of heart. I remind myself often, you know, start before you're ready yes. because otherwise we can, we can be in that starting block for way too long and, yeah. you know, working in a, a vacuum, we're not showing up with the tools that people actually need. Yeah. Like, so that you start before you're ready and you show up with what they need today and then you grow and then they grow. It's a whole different view, right? I like it. But I think a lot more um, realistic, supportive, tangible. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I like it. And way and way less stress, which is I know it's your thing. But like, I'm just thinking that through like, that is way less stress to not wait too long. This is partly how we define what's a mistake and what's a mess and what's, you know, like what's working. How do you define what's working? And what's not working? How do you define what a mistake is versus a learning experience, as some people might say, right? Yeah, that's a really important um, perspective to build. Do you have any mm -hmm. any tips along those lines? Because it's it can be easy to be hard on ourselves. Oh, there was a mistake. Yeah. There was a mistake. We're keeping tally of those. I wished I had tips. I mean, I could tell you logically, but I'm still I'm still learning it. You know, so I remind myself daily that learning. You know, there's no mistake. There's no failure. That there's only learning the next step. But it's still. I, I haven't integrated that. You know, I wished that I could come on here and say, oh, I, I have that, I have that down, but I don't, right? I'm still <laughs> learning, I'm still integrating, I'm still reminding myself, and that's okay. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And celebrating that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Knowing sure. is, you know, is Knowing still, is half the, the integration process. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go Joe <laughs> for our mm. Gen X fans. <laughs> One question that I love to ask my guests is, um, what is a practice or exercise that you call on when you're feeling stressed or you recognize you need to come back to balance? Is there something that you go to? Yeah, and you. so you had this thing about one, and so one is not as easy for me as lots. Um, so I do EFT tapping every day. Oh, yeah. That is my sort of my quick go-to um, meditation, journaling i do thought work i do nature walks barefoot walking because i live on the west coast lots of times it's not that cold here so that playing with my dog yeah yeah sometimes just the simple stuff right mm -hmm. yeah. and it but can eft be. tapping would be like if somebody said what's the one thing that i can do that would make a difference right now like fast that's what i would that's what i would go to yes yeah. oh in so many different capacities this morning i was blowing my nose and thought i need to tap on my allergies because you can oh. yeah <laughs> and it yeah, will help exactly mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and and all kinds of stuff including um you know surgery recovery and all that kind of stuff too i had my wisdom teeth out a few months ago and I used tapping before I had the procedure done and it made a lot of difference for my nervousness. Um, and then afterwards, it took quite a while to recover, but I think it was still an easier recovery because I wasn't so stressed. So mm -hmm. it really does have a lot of benefits for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's a terrific one. But I appreciate too, you know, that at any given moment, it's something else. I'm a big fan yeah. of having lots of tools in the toolkit because different things work for different people and different situations are going to yeah. need a different uh, source of support. So what's your favorite? I'm with you. I'm not a favorites kind of a girl. I'm a Libra. I live in the middle of the spectrum. Nature is huge. Um, I have to break myself of the habit of sitting in front of the computer and eating lunch. So getting outside for lunch with my feet on the ground is big for me. Nature is big talking to the little green things that are growing. It's San Diego, so I really have to cheer them on because yes. it dries up fast. 
but it's beautiful. San Diego is wonderful. I love it. Mm. It is. It is. I'm blessed to be here. But breathing is something, again, that I know, but have to remind myself to come back to. And so, so powerful. So I get a lot of support out of that. And, and obviously, I, I do love EFT tapping. It should be a daily practice, but I try not to show it on myself. So yes exactly yeah <laughs> i know that one of the tapping apps that i listen to there's they think they even have one that says um help me to remember to tap or something like that so <laughs> we're all like, a work in progress oh there we go i like it yeah <laughs> marvelous is there anything else that comes to mind we should make sure to share hmm. well we're Nothing else on that front, but anybody who likes what I have to say, if they're interested in becoming a coach, if they want to know what coaching is like, they could listen to my podcast. It's called She Coaches Coaches. Yes, it's a very, it's one of those things that my computer keeps thinking is a typo, but it's just, it works. It's simple and easy. So it's She Coaches Coaches and I'm on all the players. So it's easy to find. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Love to have them listen. Marvelous and terrific episodes. You've got some longer ones for some longer tasks and some short, sweet ones to kind of grab a little insight to carry with you through the day. And we'll have the link for that in the show notes, but that's easy to find too on your favorite player. She coaches coaches and you can get more of Candy's insights, especially in this time of the, I don't like to call it the great resignation. I like to think of it as the great upgrade. Yes. So if you feel like your heart that. calling you to something new, it's a great way to learn more about the potential there and showing up. Thank to you, support. Susie. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, that was a great conversation. Thank you Thank so you. much. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.